Welcome to Simply Conversation. So this is our first um, introductory podcast. We're just going to present ourselves and talk about random topics. It's going to be quite short, but it's the first session, so bear with us. Yeah, you know, everyone is a natural speaker too, so we want to keep it as natural as possible. Um, This isn't engineered or... Um, constructed in any formal way it's just um it's just us having a conversation that's fun as well yay <laughs> so um literally just gonna go around and introduce everyone and um i'm gonna start with led really um you set the episode up really um well introduction today so um yeah led take away the floor Yes, so I'm Elodie slash Ellie. It's easier to pronounce. Um, I'm a third year student in at UCL and I study social sciences. Um, I came to London uh, like a year ago because of COVID. So technically I'm a third year student, but I've been in London for only a year, which is very strange, but I feel like a lot of people can relate um, since we had to do our first year online. And my journey to UCL was quite normal, I guess. I Since I'm an international student, so originally I'm French, um, I did my entire high school in France, et cetera. And then I got the offer to UCL like in 2020, well, wait, 2019, I think. And yeah, it was such, it has been like a really nerve wracking experience, but also such an amazing opportunity to you know, be at UCL and especially in the IOE because this uh, this podcast is part of the IOE. So I've been part of Simply Conversation since I think the beginning. I don't know, Corinne, you should probably maybe, I don't it was maybe, well, it was like a year. Uh, a year ago now. Yeah. Or this year. So um, yeah. everyone, everyone here is an original member. Yeah. I, I think I saw a post of, of it on the IOE newsletter like ages ago. And then I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. Um, and it was like this cute picture saying Simply Conversations. And I like this project of podcasting seemed so interesting to me. And I was completely drawn into it. Like I was like, okay, I need to be a part of this. It looks really fun. And I mean, I have listened to podcasts since I can remember like I think for all of us it's the same thing so in this podcast I'm really excited to talk about many areas Uh, we're going to talk about movies music traveling uh, mental health living with anxiety Um, many many topics that I'm so happy to tackle because I think we can all relate to all of them Um, yeah that's my little introduction Um, (laughs) yeah beautiful beautiful introduction thank you so much <laughs> uh, you've yeah, introduced the podcast so well I don't think I even introduced the name in the beginning so uh, again welcome to the conversations and um yeah so we've got uh, so many amazing members here of the team so thank you so much Elodie and um along with Elodie as well we've got um, two of our other amazing um, members too so I'm going to just 
I'm get, I will let them take the floor away. So whoever wants to jump in. <laughs> I'm good to go. Um, hi, I'm <laughs> Josephine. I'm a second year education studies student at UCL and the IOE. Um, my journey to UCL, I'd describe as unconventional. Um, so I never intended to attend UCL or even to apply there. Um, it's a really funny story that I completed an access to higher education course rather than A-levels and I was just applying to universities in London in around my home area which is northwest London um, and on UCAS you can apply to five so I'd already picked my four and I thought well if I'm gonna use the last one what uni can I put that accepts an access course and you know, I could just add, and I added UCL with no plans of how I was going to study there, <laughs> where I was going to live, and I was accepted. Um, so, yeah, very unplanned, but I feel really fortunate to be able to go to UCL because it's a really great university, um, and it's really great to join Simply Conversations. I absolutely love podcasts. I've been listening to audiobooks from like the age of like five um, and then as I've got older podcasts have just become part of my everyday life um, so I'm just really excited to talk to other people who love podcasts, talk about life, um, I'm really passionate about mental health, about education and just like chilled stuff as well like books and tv and movies and all of these different things. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to more episodes and getting to know all of the podcast members even more than I do now. Um, so, yeah, oh. that's me. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh, it's like so exciting, honestly. I mean, it's like you said, it's it's so relaxed away from our academia lives and yeah. work lives for me now. <laughs> it's just as nice to unwind with you all. And uh, it's virtually at the moment but um you know it's amazing that we started something and um you know, we can literally just have so our own autonomy over it it's amazing so yay thank you so much thank you energy and now i'll just leave um the last member um our call actually she's the second to last because we're missing one of our members today <laughs> but I'll let you take it away. <laughs> Hi everyone, I am Lori and just some stuff about me. Basically, I'm from the Philippines, so I am an international student and currently at second year and also studying the same course as Josephine. I'm also studying education studies at UCL. And to be honest, uh, it wasn't that easy for me to get uh, to study to UCL from the Philippines. So I had to take the foundation course which is like the UPC specifically for humanities so that I can study education studies. And that really helped me a lot to be fair because basically the education system is just so different. So uh, thankfully the foundation year did prepare me for this university life. And so far I can say that I'm really enjoying UCL. So far very fun and yeah, it's really good. And then, um, Basically, the Simply Conversation is just a, I joined this, um, I don't know, like I just, I just joined to a lot of stuff online and then I'm so glad that I did because the first meeting, I loved everyone, 
like who was in the first meeting and then I just never want to you know to let it go so until now I'm here and yeah we are like the first ones who's gonna start this um project so I'm really looking forward to that and then it's just that I'm really glad that this is you know very just you like spontaneous that's why I really like to join like the idea of this whole project that's why um uh the topics like my interest would be basically so random and like everyone already said the mental health which i really want to raise awareness and just voice out of my personal and other people's thoughts of as well about it yeah that's basically it <laughs> oh thank you so much Sheena. and literally and uh, laurie sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry about so far and um they know all your um but no it's um, it's amazing and um literally like you said we've all come from different educational backgrounds so we're coming of a, a vast variety of um as say different aspects of life should I say we bring in lots of different experiences lived experiences so it's really nice that we can converse on that and and find interests you know shared interests as well and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I said, it's spontaneous. We we don't construct it um previously. Um just us having fun with a podcast and you know, talking about topics we love. Um, which is amazing. Like I managed to meet an amazing um group of friends as well. Yeah, they're friends and starting this um podcast has been amazing. Um we are missing one podcaster today. Um Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> she's not yeah. there, but shout out to her. She she's gonna record a little introduction though. Uh, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she will be. So you'll um you'll definitely hear her voice and she definitely will be joining us later on as well. So um yeah, we'll you'll get to meet her. Um so yeah, it's just an amazing, amazing team. And um I don't <laughs> I don't think I've even said my name, but um, hi, I'm, I'm Corey, or you can go by Corrine as well, full name. And I, I'm currently working now, unfortunately, no longer a student at the moment. Um, but I, my UCL journey started a bit earlier than everyone. So this probably stems back to when I was looking at going to universities myself for my undergraduate, and this would be a about maybe seven or eight years ago now <laughs> it's a really long time when I first started up file looking at it and I used to do my UCAS and UCL was one of my options um but as as a Londoner I ended up um moving up North University and I went to York instead but um my final year was cut short by due to Covid so I lost um my last term at university um you know, actually studying in person I did finish my course which was great and I remember that summer thinking about what I wanted to do next so I applied for a PGCE which is a teacher training course and I got into UCL so I managed to um actually go to you know, um, UCL after I, I initially applied and um eventually <laughs> turned down the initial offer for my undergraduate but um yeah, it, was, it definitely was a great experience. I didn't actually get to go on campus as much as I would have liked to during my PGCE year. Um, but I started volunteering in the IOE 
and um, along with Yava, who was my manager at the time, and she's definitely a great, um, you know, to say, she's like our uh, mentor, you know, she's she's amazing, and she allowed me the opportunity to um, create all these creative um, ideas and opportunities. I worked with them for a bit as well, um, once uh, leaving my course, and then within within leaving um been finished my job and leaving to my new job my current job I um still want to retain a connection so I said oh, it would be nice to start a podcast and and kind of be passed on the baton to um you know, other team members as well and yeah that's really how simply conversations came about and it took it was a journey I was trying to find something that could combine that creativity but also um you know create something that's positive for our well-being and having that breathing space from our academic lives and create um and our careers really um and just having fun with it and I never expected to have um so many amazing people joining I thought oh we'll, we'll see what happens when we put out the um put out the advert in the newsletter and it was just really enlightening to see so many um, people coming back and and seeing how they um you know their initial thoughts on the podcast and you know it went from being a scary nerve-wracking dream because to be honest I've never ever thought I'd ever become a podcaster or and (laughs) (laughs) like us neither like I wouldn't have never imagined doing this but it's so fun and I actually want to say thank you Corinne for creating this safe space (laughs) where we can like talk about so many diverse topics and also the fact that we're like from very very different backgrounds can just be so much like can add so much insight to our conversations and people can like if they listen to it they can relate to at least one of us which I think is great um so yeah thank you definitely definitely. and thank you all so much this would not be a podcast without you all you know this is a collaborative project and we've got so many things that you know so many different interests and hobbies you know that really enriches this podcast and enriches us as people as well and you know you'll see over the coming weeks if you're going to follow us hopefully follow our social medias um what's our handle again (laughs) dash conversations it's so it's there's no caps uh it's only just simply conversations on instagram thank you so much i was just watching (laughs) and joe's been there our social media managers so um you can you can interact with us you'll see lots of different posts coming up soon and we'll have lots of different projects um going on with that alongside our podcast as well i say projects i say very lightly just things that make us happy and that we would like to share on our instagram so it's it's very very light and um we're always very open to um different ideas and if you would like to interact with us directly you can by our instagram i'm sure um (laughs) um, if you want to join if you want to be part of this just send us dm us on instagram so it's simply underscore conversations we'll definitely enter and you'll definitely be welcome it's a safe space like i said so everybody's welcome definitely definitely and there's there's no audition 
<laughs> Imagine if there was. I'm glad there's no audition. <laughs> it would have been nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah, it's already nerve-wracking as it is. We don't need to I be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was like it's that's the thing. We don't thought about creating this. It's like you, it's it's amazing when you want to try and find something where you can. Let's say you're into dance and you want to join a dance school, or join a dance club, and you look at the criteria of joining. It's either you have to pay a large amount of money for it, or you have yeah. tradition, you have experience, and sometimes it's really hard to do the hobbies you want. <laughs> yeah, there's no conditions to be in this podcast, which is good. Should we tackle with the topic of our books that moved us just at some point? I don't know who wants to go first. I don't mind. I can go first. Go ahead. So growing up, I always listened to audiobooks. I now know why, mm. because I'm dyslexic, mm. which I didn't know for a very long time. But oh. my favourite book that's special to me is actually, it's by a boxer, a UK boxer called Frank Bruno. Now, I've always really liked um, like non-fiction books, and I really like autobiographies and biographies so the book called let me be frank which I think is a cool title and it's just talks about his life he struggled with mental illness and been in hospital and that's something that I've related to so when I was in hospital I actually somebody bought me this book and this kind of opened my eyes to the world of biographies and autobiographies and I've honestly been like obsessed with it since um, and I just love how just unapologetic the book is like it's so honest it's so real it kind of doesn't like make things look all nice and pretty it's the reality and that's what I really love about an autobiography or a biography it doesn't always have to look pretty but it's just really interesting to learn about people's lives I guess um so that's my favorite book and the one that's probably the most special to me would you say like autobiography is your favorite genre or is Ooh, it yeah I would oh. say so my favorite genre I probably because I'm a bit nosy and I like to know <laughs> what's happened in people's lives but yeah autobiography is my favorite oh wow what's the most recent one you've read um so recently I read another boxer's autobiography it's not just boxers <laughs> I'll just put out there but it's Tyson Fury's autobiography oh. I can't remember exactly what it's called but I listened to that on audible and it was amazing it was actually like life-changing it was such a good book wow. um, so I'm just looking for my next one that I'm gonna read <laughs> that's it everyone any celebrity listening we're looking for a new auto book autobiography book <laughs> you know there's the Michelle Obama one that is really good apparently yeah I haven't I read it that one out it was a banger when it came out yeah I got the audio book when it came out because again I'm not the best uh, reader as well but I was like I, I need to listen to this <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never read any autobiography, but you make me want to. I know your oh, face is going like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's not. It's never something I was drawn to when, you know, I'm in a library and I look at the shelves. I never go into the autobiography section, which I should uh, once I think about it. But yeah, such an interesting topic. 
They are. They are for sure. I mean, they're, they're very different in terms of, you know, it's, you feel like you connect with the person because they're directly speaking to you about their life experiences. Um, I mean, I guess you can say that it's similar to how an author might try and put themselves in the character's shoes, but all their autobiographies are just a different, just, you really feel it sometimes, especially when it's a hard-hitting story, like, wow, you went through this? You know, I'm, I'm, I understand you, I understand what you've been through, I understand your pain, you know, you really, um, really feel it. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's like a, a level of depth that comes with somebody sharing their own story and like the reality of it, like warts and all, compared to kind of telling a story that may not necessarily be true. I feel like there's an element of heart and soul that goes into somebody like sharing their life and like letting you into that area and reading and getting to know them. It's very intimate too. It's such a very an experience because you feel like you're their friend in some kind of way or you're part of them yeah especially when it's really well written like that would I think yeah definitely um and yeah I mean it's just having reading a well written book in general just brings you into their universe it brings in yeah it brings into their universe the author's thoughts you know um whether it's a autobiography or uh, an actual novel you it's just how the how well the writer can convey those images in your head yeah and I'm sure um I don't, I don't know if Elodie or Laurie have um autobiographies on them <laughs> but, <laughs> so, yeah. for me like I'm not really a big reader like I'm not a bookworm at all it's just that some people might say that I am wrong for this, but sometimes I do judge the book by its cover because, you know, title and then the illustration really, it captures me. Like sometimes you say, oh, that's the love of my life. But if there's like one book that is really attached to me or something that is important, it's actually this book. Uh, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, Aww. if that I pronounce that right. Uh, I love how you have the book as well to hand. <laughs> yeah, um, the thing is, I read this when I was in junior high school. And it's basically like, I was bullied. And then, um, it's more like not the physical one, it's psychological and more like a covert bullying, if that makes sense. So it affected me more psychology, psych, psychologically. Ah, sorry about that. But anyways, so by reading this book, instead of um, being uh, like having hatred or seeking revenge it made me want to understand them instead and put myself in their shoes on why they were doing such things and why do they have this kind of desire to do it so to harm others and yeah so this book this book actually helped me to understand it there's actually this is a new edition so like there's like quotations printed at the back that you can cut <laughs> yeah um, it's really cool so this is like already million copies sold I feel like this is a pretty oh, popular yeah. book yeah um it's like even I've, I don't know when it is like first published but they had to do a lot of editions because it's really like a bestseller book because it's really a good book I feel like um and then there's this quotation here that says 
try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. Like that's what he said in one of the chapters. Because basically like, I feel like if we do this all the time with other people, there would be more empathy and understanding in the world. That's basically it. That's why I love this book. Would you say it made you more mature about, you know, and give you more insight on the bullying you were experiencing? And so you had more empathy towards the ones who were doing that to you? Yeah, like instead of being mad at them, it's more like I felt sorry for them on why they had to do those kind of things, if that makes sense. You're so strong for, like, actually have this thinking because... Many of us would be really angry and, you know, wouldn't be able to control our emotions and be like, what, why? But then I feel like it proves like a really big maturity that, okay, mm-hmm. is there bad, basically. Yeah, to be fair, like there's time as well when actually there's this tendency when you are bullied, you would feel like you, you deserve to be bullied. And then so I, of course, that is like a tendency. So naturally I did like have that point but by reading this book like like I said like it helped me to like um even though I feel that way instead of you know being mad and hateful of other people it made me just be more you know understanding instead I get that Laurie I've I've been there myself as well um so I mean, it's probably a bit similar, but I, I just I use films instead. Um, yeah, that understanding again, and you know, I, I I really I really resonate with that. And at the end of the day, you don't want to be drowned out. You don't you don't want that to negatively impact you going forward. In the day, is you've already been. It's the thing where okay, I've already been broken down psychologically, um, but. I want to now, um, you know, have that control of how I feel and have control of how I'm going to feel about myself in a way. And I don't want to feel guilty about it. And that's how that's how I started to um, you know, come from that. And, um, you know, they, I, I wish I had a book like that at the time yeah. as well. That's so amazing that a single book made you change your whole mindset about something. Sorry for the notification. I should probably mute it, but I don't know how to. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's amazing that one single book can change your whole mindset and make you feel stronger about what's happening to you. That's just so impactful. Yeah, I would totally agree. But that's why I feel like there are times that even though you don't read much, but once you get the book that actually resonates that resonates with you, I feel like um, it changed the whole thing. Because sometimes I don't know if, people can relate to me but there's instances that once I like connect with the book I feel like somehow I live by some of its words like wisdom as well so yeah like um to be fair movies again can do that as well shows but sometimes you know just by other people you learn so that's basically how I love how the world works even though sometimes it can be cruel (laughs) I love that yeah that's so true I think we just had a moment where we've all just thought about that now. It's it's really it's hit us, <laughs> and that's the thing with that's our safe space. You know, we can be open with our experiences and um what we what we used to really 
to bring us through, you know, um, to bring us through these times, like difficult times, happy times, and how we prevail from it, really. Um, and Elodie, I'm just going to pick up the book. Now. I know we, brief, we briefly spoke about the book before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, I gave a brief, brief introduction of what I was going to talk about. I'm going to keep it quite brief because, again, I'm not a big bookworm. I was when I was younger. Like, I, I would swallow books, literally, when I was, like, 10-ish until my 15s. But then when I started growing up and where movies came into my life, TV shows and everything else, I kind of dropped books, which I'm really sad about. I should, like, one of my resolutions every year is to, like, read more. But I feel like we read a lot, too, with <laughs> academic work, yeah. which is not enjoyable and like yeah I don't see it as actually reading and being it a hobby but so the book I chose is called The Stranger by Albert Camus so Camus I don't know how to say it um with the English accent so this book was gifted to me when I was probably like around 12-ish by my parents friends really randomly he just said like you'll read this book and you'll understand a lot of things about life in general I was like I didn't really care you know at that age and then I read it couldn't really understand a lot of it because it's very it's a huge piece of literature like in the French literature you make it like schools and like in high school you have to read it like it's mandatory because it's so good like the writing in it, the storyline. So it basically it's the, it's a fiction, it's a fictional book. So it's the story of um quite an ordinary neutral man who accidentally kills someone and you go through um his experience of life and going to trial and then getting a death sentence and it it's set in Algeria in the 40s, 50s something. It's such an absurd but so well-written book. And then I remember reading it, like I said, when I was like 13, 12. Didn't really understand it. Came back to it like years later and then it just like clicked. I was like, whoa, this is so good. And also it's very short too. So it is so rich and the details in it, it's like you're in his head. So in the book he talks at the with I so it's basically him talking through um talking us through his uh experiences so I always loved that book and I remember in high school for like a levels we had to do an oral presentation for a book we cherished I took this book and got a really good grade so I had a really good memory of oh this book is like close to heart it feels close to home and I'm just like oh and also fun fact the book that the guy gifted it to me I lost it I don't know where it is and I'm so sad I don't know where I yeah I'm like I search in my parents house and I know keeping it in my room but then it just disappeared I don't know what or how but yeah, this book is whenever someone says, what's your favorite book? I always say The Stranger. It's like, it's like unconsciously, I just say it because it's been the one who has, who I enjoyed the most and which has impacted me the most too. Aww. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, Elodie. 
And we need to now put on a we'll put a bounty or manhunt for that book again. We'll all look for it. <laughs> Gosh, I was so sad when I discovered that I didn't have it anymore. I don't know who stole it. And I don't know where it went, but yeah. So now I have this random copy, but it's like this newer version that is not as sentimental to me. Because like the first mm-hmm. version was like really old. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like the antique feel of a book is always yeah it it just feels a lot more like valuable to you I mean I love I love a new book because you don't want to get the little um doggy the doggy ears or scratch marks you always try to keep pristine but antique books cherish it it's always been passed down from somewhere you've got it from somewhere for sure and the smell like the smell of books is like it just makes me it, it feels like home when I smell like a good ancient book um and newer versions of books now don't have that unfortunately I'm just like so pissed <laughs> definitely yeah what about you Corinne yeah oh, <laughs> oh I'm I'll keep it so as well because I again I I'm sorry it's gone really dark now though it's 5 p.m so it's like dark outside <laughs> you really don't and I can't bother to sit under light anymore so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll go a bit <laughs> um but I mean, maybe I've had I think mean, I've had eras of reading books so I my sister's always a big um book reader she's a primary school teacher anyway so I expect her to love her books so she always encouraged me to do readings and we'll always do little reading challenges together. Um, and I tried in secondary school to, especially my early years in secondary school, I, I was always part of the reading club and I was I was this typical li- library girl who used to go to school early in the morning and sit in the library and read, go to my break, read, lunch break, read. Um, that was I think my first year at least first two years and that's before I moved to the IT suite fortunately I didn't develop any IT skills from there <laughs> but, um, uh, I think for me I've read loads of books in the past I mean I did English literature to A levels so I regained my love for reading back in um year 11 where I felt like I was getting a bit better again at being able to analyze text um so I did do it for levels and I really enjoyed it but um the book I want to bring up is a non-fiction book and it I'm going to go back to when I was in primary school I think I would have been in year five and um the reason why this book resonates to me is because it basically it is one of the factors that led me down the geography path um and this book is not what you expect it is an encyclopedia of the world but it was a massive book when I say massive it was thick Uh, it was a thick blue book um and we used to have boxes of we were sitting tables of six it was about five tables in the class but thirty years um and each reading time the boxes would would rotate so we'll have a book books in each box and they would rotate with the different um schedules when the boxes were going to land on our table and without fail I would always go and switch that book 
and make sure it was in the box that was coming on my table. And that was the whole year I sat and read that book. And my teacher didn't worry about me either. Me <laughs> to read the book. But it was a big book. I don't think they expected me to um, get through it. But it literally had all the different concerts in the world. And by then I'd also known, I was, I clued myself up to know which, which um, what facts and data were outdated as well. Um, so literally had encyclopedia on the country, the flags, um, geographical location, um, topography, and um, their population, and I just loved it. And I, I got to a point where I was able to memorize some of the countries, memorize some of the facts. Um, I would play little games by myself and just basically memorize different capitals, and and it's something that stuck with me, and um, you know that really did help me developed my love for geography and just seeing places um so it, it it has a special place in my heart um I don't know where I can find another encyclopedia I mean I've been to Waterstones which is a famous bookshop um in England and Falls as well and I've always got I always go to the travel section <laughs> I was for the travel section first and then comics <laughs> yeah. that's so wholesome okay. <laughs> so you like it's kind of like it relates to you because of your childhood memories right because yeah. so much there's so much knowledge in those books too like there's like infinite yeah infinite knowledge what would you say is like your favorite thing you learned with that or if you can't remember just well, one thing that has stuck with me and I always used to look at it and think that is wrong. <laughs> this, it was the profile on Spain, and it had the old Spanish flag, and I mm. thought that that's outdated now. <laughs> and it would have like the old currencies, and this is going back years. This would have been two thousands, by the way, so mid two thousands for me. <laughs> I'm not even aware. I was in the nineties. I'm giving away age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't even know how calls it Borden Bites as well, but um, mm. that's how old the book was. So I still remember like the old currencies um, that were um, that was in the book. Obviously, by then the euros were was around. I'm trying to remember when um, each country's again. It's going to be a geography. Sorry, each country would have switched currencies when they joined the European Union, oh. but. Um, uh, Do you still have the the original encyclopedia that you played with, or no? No, they're still in the school, I think. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> It'd be nice to keep, but at the same time, um, as a geographer, it needs to be updated. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's so cool that, like, even though, like, n not all of us really read a lot, or read like a great volume there's always like that one book that just has a very right. special place in all of our hearts which I think is really cool that like like a, a series of texts can actually mean that much to somebody or something that I think is really cool completely agree yeah definitely sorry it's just that it's just, everyone every other one of us said something that has something to do with the experience we had with the book yes. so yeah. it's, it's really interesting because um, it's more like other than the book itself, the content itself, it's more also like how we spend time with the book as well. So it's really cool. <laughs>
and when you read a book and it's like you read it at the right time and the right place it impacts Mm -hmm. you so much more and I feel like you're so right Lauren like it's really the experience and what it made you feel more than the actual content I guess yeah and you can pinpoint different sections like different you know periods of our lives as well like how you picked up that <laughs> born in the 90s because <laughs> of the old data that I've come with but it's the stuff where I'm at where um I'm sure I've lots of different topics where but oh yeah this is what you know when I was growing up it was like this or x y z and um you know it's and it, you know I mean it's not that's not to say that we, we can have lots of different shared things that we like and it will still be it'll still be relevant in our own different times as well which is pretty good and pretty really cool and interesting to see and not so much compare but you know be able to relate with those different experiences and the different ways we experienced it so yeah, I, I love that and just to say as well a little disclaimer that reading is you, you, everyone can read in their own way so it doesn't mean you have to like, sit through a 600 page novel because I surely won't be doing that <laughs> you know what I've had like many ads about audible yeah. which is like this app where you, there's basically audiobooks um and I'm, I'm really tempted to like buy a subscription or even try for a month to see if I like it because if it. really do really? you yeah so I have it um I feel like I'm kind of on and off it so when I go through phases where I really want to read but don't have like the mental energy to um then it's amazing because you can literally just listen to it I love to listen to it on the commute to uni like on the underground you can download it and you're like in your own little world um but I really enjoy it a lot I think it's really great if reading is tiring for you because for me I just get really tired and I just get frustrated that it's taking so long for me to get like through the book but actually with audible like it will tell you how many hours roughly the book is reading and it's just it's great I love it are the voices in it good like the acting is it so I think it depends on the book so a book that I've just finished um it's written by I think it's called like what happened to you so it's written by Oprah Winfrey and one of like her colleagues who's a psychologist and they both read the book so you actually hear Oprah's voice and his voice reading the book to you it's like the um the Tyson Fury one he he, like you have somebody either who sounds like them or themselves reading the book for you which is really nice which allows you to really feel like somebody is sharing their life with you it's just like Um, them telling a story for like hours yeah that's just so good yeah now I'm really tempting like tempted to try because also there's like a one month trial I think so even if I don't like it I can just unsubscribe (laughs) yeah and the greatest thing about it is like you get like credits but you always have that audiobook so that is yours even if you cancel the one that you've chosen is your book forever which I love wow so you can listen to it again even though yeah your subscription stopped oh that's so cool I love that that's really good because I 
Um, well, I've seen some books on Spotify, and um, and obviously if you're subscription ends, it ends. But um, if you didn't, we couldn't try out the Audible option. Um, if you listen to music or want to take a break from listening to music, you can find some good books on there. And I remember this book I read back in school, which always resonated with me, and it's called The Awakening, um, by Kate Chopin. Um, she is a um. She was a writer from Louisiana, uh, back in my um, my knowledge of um, uh, of course dates tests me a little bit, but in the eighteen hundreds, so um, that was always a good book, and I've I've stored I've got it stored in my library just because I've I've been meaning to read it, but it is there. Um, but I definitely want to try out Audible. Um, I feel like I need to build myself a um, build myself some hours. Um, and I can try out the one month. <laughs> you know, I really wanted to try out a little bit with um huge books like Game of Thrones, and I wow. really because like House of the Dragon just came out, and it made me want to uh read Fire and Blood, which is the book based on House of the Dragon. And gosh, the thickness of the book just made me go ew. I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> like, so I guess. I don't know if it's on Audible yet because it just came out, but if it is, then oh my gosh, I I would love to just read about, or like listen about it and not read because also I have like eye problems. We all wear glasses here, so <laughs> reading is like it gives me the headaches when I read too much. Oh yeah, same. And I can tell you, I I have very bad eyes. I have complex vision lenses, so um, anything to aid that for me, really. So audio books are 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 very good shout. And um, I mean that goes to say as well. It's similar podcasts too. Um, you can get really. Uh, I don't know if anyone has come across storytelling podcasts. I mean that's probably one for another day. Um. And maybe we're given some ideas, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so it's it's, just, it's good to listen to voices, really. Um, and on that note, I think we're we went over over time so badly, but I feel like the conversation just went on and was so good. <laughs> but yeah, that was so that was such a great um topic to talk about too. Definitely. Thank you, everyone. I've, I've definitely enjoyed this. And it's a great way to end a busy day at work. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that... Should um, we end it and say thank you, everyone, for listening? And we're going to probably record another podcast in a couple of weeks. I don't remember the topic. Is it going to be... Um, I think... To film, I think. Oh, great! Yeah, oh, that's so interesting. Um, oh yeah, my relationship with film. So that's gonna be our next topic. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Hi everyone. This is Rachel from IOE, and I'm a second year education studies student. So the reason why I'm coming to IOE is because I like education itself as a subject, but I'm not very sure about which branch I'd like to go to. So I opt for a more multidisciplinary course, and yeah, I enjoyed the course a lot. And the reason for joining Simply Conversations is to bring 
um, is to be one of the voices to speak for youngsters and also share a bit of my culture because I'm from Hong Kong in my whole lifetime and I thought it would be interesting to talk about how it intersected with the things that I've experienced in here in the UK. So um, there are quite a few points that I'm interested in. So I'd say mental health and also um, and also teaching in general because um, these two are my interests and I feel like they're very um, important, especially mental health for youngsters. And when we're talking about teen teaching, it could influence a youngster's growth a lot as well. And a book that's special to me would be a very simple one, which is called Wimpley Kid. So I'm sure a lot of you ha would have read this before as well. Um, because I remember this is the first English book that I really liked because I was forced to read when I was small. But then Wimpley Kid is the only book that I would choose to read myself as a kid. And it was very funny. I always get good laughs out of it. And nice to meet you all. And I hope you all enjoy our podcast and stay tuned. Hi, my name is May Soon and I've been studying a master's at UCL in digital media, culture and education. I was intrigued by this podcast, uh, Simply Conversations, by the title really, and um, was drawn to the concept of a podcast, which was about just having an engaging conversation about a variety of topics and interests. Favourite book? It's quite hard to narrow down as an avid reader. However, I would say that one of my favourite writers is Chimamanda. Uh, Ngozi Adichie and she has a number of books that are wonderful but the ones that stand out for me are Half of the Yellow Sun and Americana. In terms of favourite film or genre um, I've always had a passion for like a wide variety of films including blockbusters, independent and foreign films. Um, I think it's uh, you get a lot more out of it if you open up your uh, mindset to different types of um, genres not narrow it down to one. Although I enjoy dramas and thrillers, um, my go-to after um, a long day is usually a comedy, including uh, a rom-com. I've got a particular soft spot for them. And um, when they're made well, they're, they're the perfect way to help you wind down. Regarding favourite music and genre, I've got quite an eclectic taste in music, though I'm generally drawn to hip-hop and rap in English and Arabic. Currently, my favourite band is Kairoki, they're an Egyptian rock band who were founded in 2003. Their themes include a social commentary on life in Egypt and their political activism. And they use, um, their, their lyrics are just um, pretty fantastic. There is vivid imagery, lyricism and poetic Arabic in their music. <laughs>